Hello and welcome to Your True Self, a podcast about real life stories of transformation, navigating life and being able to show up in the world as your unapologetic self. Here, we'll talk about the ups, the downs, the ugly truths and the magical moments that we all experience but often feel we can't share. I'm your host, certified transformation coach and mentor, Jackie Rogash. I'm going to share with you how I was able to heal my trauma and move from barely surviving to thriving and ultimately embracing my imperfectly perfect self. Because I know the power of community, I'll also be bringing special guests along for the ride. Throughout these conversations, we'll speak about the different factors that support us during our own personal transformations, including healing, resilience, mindset, connection, and so, so much more. So strap yourself in because it's time to discover your true self. It is no secret that I have had challenges since becoming a mum. And honestly, I think everybody does. But I also understand that we have challenges, full stop. Don't have to be a mum to have challenges. You know, life is full of challenges. Becoming a mum was a massive rebirth for me. And I feel like last year I had, I don't know, five different stages where it was just this deepening, this rebirth, this messy middle. And I continued to move through different stages and come out I'm like, oh, good, I'm, I'm good. And I'm not. And then, yeah, it was just, it was a real roller coaster. And I was sitting there the other day thinking about what would be helpful for you for me to share And I realized that something that I speak to all of my clients about is our seasons of life and more importantly, accepting our season of life. Last week, I had a day where I just broke down, completely and utterly broke down and I cried for most of the day, which very rarely happens. Um, Sometimes like I might get a little bit emotional and a little bit teary and then I sit down and I journal and it's all good. Whereas... Last week, there was full-blown tears. I rang Chris at work and I was crying and I rang a girlfriend and I was crying. I went to the gym and I was crying like it was a lot. And do you want to know what triggered it? Me stepping on the scales. Yeah, me stepping on the scales resulted in me breaking down and crying all day. I haven't weighed myself for ages ages you know after Hunter was born I constantly did because I was so concerned with you know getting back to a acceptable weight and when I say acceptable I'm talking about my own acceptance um, or back to my goal weight and then the last few months you know life has just swept me off my feet you know I hit burnout I was exhausted we had Christmas and New Year's and too many treats and I, you know, I know that I haven't been training as much and I thought, I'm just going to weigh myself. And I was mortified. Now, when I say this, I just want to say that, you know, I'm sure there's some people here rolling your eyes and I understand that. This is how I felt. Okay. I was mortified within myself because I know what weight I feel healthy and I, I'm happy with how I look and that kind of thing when I feel good. I also understand that some people may look at me and go, you know, you're being a dickhead. I get that as well. 
I'm not looking for validation, but I want to share with you how I was feeling and what triggered that. Okay, so I'm not here to, you know, try and make anyone else feel bad because this is solely about how I felt. I fully understand and acknowledge that everybody is different and everybody is there on, the, on their own journey. And yeah, that's just it, right? So right now, I'm not happy with what I look like or how much I weigh. So I'm doing something about it, right? That is my choice. You know, it's my choice what food I put in my mouth. It's my choice how much I exercise. It's my choice how I treat my body. Knowing that, and I'm not sure if I've shared this before, one of my self-sabotaging things is eating, (laughs) is food, Um, chocolate and treats and ice creams. It's my, yeah, whenever I'm tired or if I'm just not feeling good or if I'm overwhelmed, I eat. So naturally it's, um, yeah, there's like this emotional slash mental connection there. Anyway, I weighed myself and I had a meltdown. Then all of the thoughts that I've been having over the past few months felt as if they were just up in neon light shining above me. So my meltdown wasn't actually about how much I weighed. My meltdown was about all of the things that have been playing in my mind that I haven't actually sat and acknowledged or addressed or spoken about. They've just kind of been circling. I know they're there. I know they're things that, um, you know, need to be looked at, but I hadn't done that. So, yeah, me crying and me being emotional and having this meltdown wasn't actually about how much I weighed. That was the tipping point. I recorded another episode, 67, I think, on overwhelm. And in that, I spoke in detail about, you know, what sort of leads us to there. But basically, things build up, build up, build up. And then one little thing that wouldn't normally matter tips us over the edge. This is what happened to me. And the thoughts that have been running around or how I've felt for quite a while now is like I'm in limbo land. I kind of feel like I have my feet half in every area. I'm kind of like hanging out. You know, there's, yeah, I don't feel like I'm fully committed or invested in anything right now which isn't true because I am, but I feel like, yeah, I'm kind of feet half in, in a lot of things. And to explain this a little bit. So my training, for example, I miss training every day. I miss Muay Thai. I miss being competitive. I miss CrossFit and I miss training towards something. I miss getting up every day and going to the gym and working my ass off at 6am and then starting my day. I miss that. And yes, I am training and I've been playing tennis lately with Chris after 15 years of not playing and I am active and I get outside and I ride and I swim and I do other things. But the competitor in me wonders, what am I training for? If I can't commit to training four or five days a week, which is, I guess, ultimately what I've always done with the sport of choice at that time. But if I can't commit to that, what am I training for? How can I get more consistency? How can I get more of a routine? Because in all honesty, every time I'm like, right, this is the week, these are the days that I'm going to go, something happens. Something happens and it means that I can't go. Then we have my part-time job, which is no secret that I'm not doing it because I love it. 
or that I wanted to add more to my plate because I didn't and I don't, right? I've chosen to do this job because it supports my family, but I've also realized that I will not be in this job for as long as I initially thought because it impacts me too much. It really does. Then there's my business, which is the love of my life. Sorry, Chris. (laughs) But it's finding the balance between parenting and running a business. It's really hard. You know, there are days, like every day, I want to go all in. I want to create the business that I had and was working towards pre-baby. And then I realize that that's not possible right now. My friends... I want to go out more, have dinner more, do brunches more, like see more, see more of my friends. (laughs) And again, happy to do that with Hunter. But I realized after the weekend just being my ability to be present when I don't have Hunter is so, so different, so different. And then on top of all of that, there are other things happening in my personal life that could potentially impact everything. But I just have to wait and see, have to wait and see what happens and what the outcomes are. I am a creature of habit in that I like to have some kind of routine, not one that is rigid or forced. You know, I did that for a long time, but I'm not here for this like control routine. But I like to know what I'm doing, when I'm doing things, the days that I'm doing things, uh, the days that I'm having off, all of that kind of thing. But right now, the season of life that I'm in is the carer. My inner warrior at the moment is a carer, a nurturer, a provider, a protector. While I wholeheartedly believe in still doing things to fill up my cup, And I do, I understand and acknowledge that it's not all about me right now. It's about Hunter, caring for him, raising him and doing the best that I can with what I've got. It is also um, no secret that sometimes I get frustrated with Chris and not with him because of anything that he's done, but with him because he still gets to go to the gym every morning. And he works and he loves that. And he does the things that he has always done. And I can't do that. Again, this is all part of becoming a mother. Maybe this is all too much information and I've overshared. But I do share this and have shared this because I think it's important to be honest with you. You know, it's part of connecting with you and part of you seeing what's actually going on behind the scenes. Because it's very easy to read an email or look at a social post and think they've got all their shit sorted. And then there's another to see what's going on beneath the surface. In terms of my business, I'm absolutely still taking on clients and I fucking love my clients. I cannot tell you how much I love them. I'm not working with as many people as I previously have. And that's a choice that I've made. I don't want to hit burnout again this year. That was rough. I haven't been that burnt out for a really, really long time. And I also want to create a space to provide a deeper 
level of service to my existing clients. That is one of my intentions for this year, to go deeper, to be so present and for them to walk away with just the most incredible experience, right? As I speak to this, I realize that, and I also fully understand that your season of life is probably completely different to mine. Maybe some of you resonate with where I'm at and maybe you don't. You know, maybe your kids have grown up and are about to move out and you're like, what do I do with my life? Or maybe your kids are just about to start school. Maybe you're starting a business. Maybe your career or your business is your focus and you're going all in on creating financial freedom for yourself. Maybe you're taking a step back from work because you're exhausted. Maybe you're going through a breakup and navigating what that looks like now. Maybe you're doing a lot of healing work. Maybe you're on a conception journey. Maybe you're on a fitness journey. Do you know what I mean? Like I could seriously spend an hour talking about different scenarios or seasons of life, honoring that we're all in a different phase. What I know to be true though is that so often, no matter what season we're in, we're envious of people in a different season. We want what they have or think how nice it must be for them. Or I wish I could have that. This, again, while harmless to a degree, can also potentially become unhealthy for us if we're sending ourselves messages that, you know, you know, we're talking ourselves out or down, talking down to ourselves, I should say, in terms of the season of life that we're, we're in. Right. If we're telling ourselves unhealthy messages, we're naturally going to start. That's going to start impacting us. And similarly, we can also start to project onto others. And we don't want that. So how do we accept the season of life we're in? How do we come to terms with the season of life we're in? Knowing that, yes, we can absolutely want things for the future. But how do we accept it? I believe there are five ways. First, we acknowledge that it was your choice or that our actions led to us being here right now. Right? So we acknowledge, we acknowledge the season of life we're in. Make a list of why you're in this season and all of the benefits and great things. Make a list of what you wish was different. Figure out a compromise and accept that this is just a season. You are okay. And if you really don't like where you're at, make the changes. So to put this into context, let's, oh, let me talk through each of these for me right now in terms of how I worked through that last week. Because ultimately the work that I did last week when I had my meltdown was around the season of life that I'm in. Okay. Number one. Acknowledge the season of life that I'm in. Acknowledge that it was my choice. I am a mother. I am a fairly new mother. And I am in a caring stage of life. While my pregnancy was a surprise, I've always wanted to be a mum. But it was ultimately my decision to go ahead with the pregnancy. 
right? I chose to be a mum. Naturally, things change. And for a good 12 months, I probably uh, fought that, like fought the idea of things changing because I didn't want them to. You know, I wanted everything to be the same and to be a parent. It doesn't work like that, right? So acknowledging that the season of life that I am in right now is that carer, is that provider, that protector. Two, a list of why I'm in this season and all of the benefits. I became a mum. That is, you know, the greatest gift. And also acknowledging and witnessing everybody who is on their conception journey or has had difficulties on their conception journey because I know that it is not easy and I don't take for granted for a second that it just happened for us. I have a beautiful, happy, healthy little boy. I choose not to work full-time for someone else because I want the freedom of running my own business and I want to spend whole days with Hunter. You know, but I also still want to coach my clients. Financially, I could very easily just go back and get a job. I don't want that, right? I choose not to work full-time. I choose to still work with my clients and I choose to spend whole days with Hunter. I get to go on adventures. I play every day. I get to balance work and life in a way that works for me. I get to have slow mornings with Hunter, which are uh, like my most favorite part of the day. I like putting Hunter to bed each night. I like saying goodnight to him and doing bath time. And I want to be present in his life. Right? These are all of the wonderful things. I also, I left out probably one of the most important ones. I still get to coach. I still get to work with the most epic humans. Right? So you'll notice that all of those started with I. It's because my season of right now, season of life right now is based on decisions that I, or we, including Chris, have made. The next step, make a list of what you wish was different. I wish I could train more and have more consistency. I would love to spend more time with friends, going for brunch, catch-ups, being more social. I wish I knew what my business was going to look like and my life were going to look like in 12 or 24 months. I would love to pull out a crystal ball and be like, okay, cool. So I'm going through this challenging stage right now because this is what it's going to look like later. I wish I knew the answer to some personal things going on. I'd love to be able to meditate and journal every day again. And when I say that, I have capacity to meditate and journal every day. I think it's more the have space to meditate and journal by myself (laughs) every day. That's not an option. And I'd love to be able to go away more. Again, all of these start with I because I'm not here to blame anyone or make anything anyone else's fault because it's not. You know, and if you sit down and do this, when you're looking at, you know, what you wish was different, I encourage you not to, you know, blame other people, right? 
Because by blaming other people, we're not really truly accepting or taking responsibility for our actions and for where we're at. So number four, figure out a compromise. And this is something that I've already sort of been planning. So I have increased Hunter's days in childcare to three this year and I've created a semi-flexible schedule. Mondays are going to be my admin days. Tuesdays and Thursdays will be my coaching days with the occasional night, other night during the week. And similarly, the occasional Monday coaching. Okay. I am hoping, and I say hoping, to get to the gym three to four days a week and the other days incorporate some other kind of movement. Again, honoring that Hunter might get sick or I might get injured or I have too much work to do, you know, whatever it is. So I would love to get to the gym three to four times a week. I need to get up earlier. So before Hunter does some days, so I can be more productive. Now this is, you know, I used to always get up at like 20 past five, half past five, maybe six o'clock. And, you know, would start the day without a drama. Whereas now, and I think because Hunter has never really been the most incredible sleeper, it's really hard for me to get up to an alarm. Normally my alarm is him. So that is a decision that I need to make. I need to limit my time on socials, Netflix, distractions, basically limit the distractions and take care of myself. You know, work towards my future vision in a way that supports me and doesn't leave me feeling like I'm chasing my tail or chasing someone else's dream right? It's about really coming back to me. So my compromises, I'm training less, but I'm committing to days a week and a schedule that works. I'm working an extra day so I can hang out with Hunter guilt-free on the days that he's home with me without feeling like I need to work. Sure, if he has a nap and I want to work, I can, but if I don't, then I don't have to. Sleep, sometimes. I very rarely compromise sleep. It's the one thing that I value so much. But when I say that, I'm talking about getting up earlier because I'm so much more productive and organized in the morning. Um, Evenings, I'm no good. And my compromise financially, if I'm working less, it's likely that I'm going to be earning less, which means I need to be really discerning about where I spend my money and how I spend my money, right? And then the final step Except that this is just a season that you're in and that I'm okay. When I break it all down, I know that I will have so much more freedom in a couple of years. And when I do, I will probably miss these days. But I feel like we always look back and go, I wish things were like that. You know, I will have more freedom. But yeah, I'm also not training for anything right now other than to feel good for my own health, mental and physical, right? So my ego and the inner competitor just needs to calm the fuck down. I'm also really happy in who I am and grateful for everything that I have. You know, I need to spend more time being present and less time wishing things were different because when I look at my days in my life, I'm pretty fucking lucky. You know, yeah, I just... Again, we sometimes take for granted where we're at. In all honesty, I have made 
some of the changes and compromises lately that do support me because I want this year to feel very different to last year. And right now there isn't anything else I want to change except maybe a few more nights away or dates with Chris and I or just with friends so I get to fill up my adult cup of deep conversations and not have to worry not have to worry about a energetic 15 month old um you know that's probably the only thing like being a little bit more social and again starting a business and working from home that level of social interaction other than working with clients decreases because I'm not out and about every day but that's it in a nutshell you know Again, there was so much turmoil and heartbreak and tears last week. And then when I sit down and think about it, it's really not that bad. But it got to that bad because I let all of these little things fester and build up and was not accepting of the fact that right now there isn't any one part of my life that I am all in on but there are multiple parts that I'm half in on and that is the season of life that I'm in and I'm so okay with that. Ultimately, life will always throw challenges at us but when we stay present and stop wishing our lives away, everything come, becomes a little bit more clearer and easier, right? And if you're in a season that you want to be different, change it. Make the decision to make those changes. So I would love to know what season of life are you in right now? What are you loving about it? And what are you finding challenging? So please, please send me an email, send me a DM over on Insta, send me a Facebook message, whatever. What season of life are you in right now? What are you loving about it? And what are you finding a little bit challenging? I cannot wait to hear from you and hear where you're at. And I can't wait to be back in your ears next week. Thanks for listening to this episode of Your True Self. I would love to connect with you over on Instagram at Jackie.Rogash or through my Facebook group, Inner Transformations with Jackie Rogash. If you love this episode and don't want to miss another one, I'd be so grateful if you could hit subscribe and also leave a five-star review so more people have the opportunity to hear this podcast because you just never know who needs to hear what we'll be sharing. Take care and stay true to you.